What always amazed me is that there's lots and lots of people that are not able to capture their business or their product in 30 seconds. So having a, an elevator pitch that is super simple. This is what we do. This is the type of customers that we help. This is what our product solves. Networking is such a powerful tool. But are you prepared? Are, are you scared to network and walk up to somebody you've never met before? And I would say you've got to get over it. You've got to figure out a way to increase your network. You have to figure out a way to become comfortable talking to people you've never met before. You're in that large room. You're standing over there by yourself holding your drink, and you're not talking to anybody. Man, why is that? Why is that? There are ways to be prepared so you are more confident when you go in there and the people that you're meeting remember you. There's ways to do that so you're prepared, so it's not such a big deal, so you can start getting those reps in and you become more comfortable doing it. So our guest today, Peter Lindbergh, he's an expert at networking. He's a founder and CEO of Mobilo, a smart business card for people that want to make a great first impression. He's had his fingers on the pulse of technology since the 90s, starting multiple companies and taking on 3D printing as well. After a period of consulting and failed startup projects, Peter stumbled upon RFID, which is radio frequency identification, and its untapped potential. This led to the launch of Mobilo. So Peter, I mean, and I go into networking and some components about networking that maybe you haven't thought of before, but ways to eliminate errors, you know, when you're exchanging contact information, obviously his tech that he's created helps with this, but he's going to provide a few other things that are going to help you to come off that wall and actually go over and speak to someone. It was difficult for me in the very beginning as well, but I knew that's what I had to do. So I just pushed myself out there and stumbled over my words and kept going till I got better at it. And I got better at it and got more confident at it. And so eventually you're not scared to just walk up to somebody, shake their hand, say, how are you doing? And start the conversation. Networking is such a powerful tool, no doubt about it. Peter, you have become an expert in that field and helping others as well think through like optimizing networking. And what does that mean exactly? Get us started and let's dive in. Good. Thanks for being on the show. I was incredibly bad at networking. I was shy. I was always the, the guy in the corner with a Coke in one hand and then, you know, looking around and, and figuring out a bit what I was doing on a networking event. But I've certainly found it a very, very interesting. And maybe it's because I'm from the Netherlands. So I moved from Europe in 2015 and really found that networking was a, a whole different ball game over here in the States. And and it really got me excited. And I and I, I think I've gotten a little bit better at it, yes. <laughs> well, speak to some ways that you can help the listener get better at that component, because it is so crucial, right? I mean, it is so crucial. What are some ways that you improve or how you're even helping others do the same? I think what's very helpful is putting yourself in a mindset that you're there to meet new people and that there's nothing scary or crazy about that. Everybody's there for the same reason, to have a good time, chat, get to know each other. And basically there are two underlying things that you'd like to know. One, can I help this person by becoming a customer of theirs or finding them a good supplier? And then the other way around, what can I do for them with my products? in mind then is there anything that i can solve for them but really having a good conversation what do you do what are your biggest customers and how do you get your products sourcing people 
right people and, and just having a good conversation about how you run your business because that's in the end what people are excited about what they want to talk about and you might learn something and you might be able to share some tips and tricks and and if you start with that you can just walk up to anybody stretch out your hand say hi i'm whitney how's it going what are you expecting today and how can i help I think even having some of those like canned questions help break that ice a little easier, right? I like how you just said that you just laid out some very simple ones, like at least to get the conversation started, then it's so much easier to flow, right? Or to have other questions about what they bring up or say and to get that started. But how do you stand out when you're networking like that or when you're in a group or a large group of people in a room? How do you stand out when networking? What always amazes me is that there's lots and lots of people that are not able to capture their business or their product in 30 seconds. So having an elevator pitch that is super simple. This is what we do. This is the type of customers that we help. This is what our product solves. And then returning the question saying, hey, did you ever have a need for this? Or or have you ever come across this issue or problem? Or it's, it's boilerplate stuff. Google something like elevator pitch, fill in the blanks, rehearse it 30 times until you can get it out of your right completely fluent in 30 seconds but really i think everybody should be able to in 30 seconds present their company their product and and open a conversation i think that's such wise advice right there 30 seconds i wish i had worked on that more (laughs) before i started going to a bunch of conferences because i couldn't i couldn't do that well and it's not rocket science either right like you said you could Google a few things, write a few things down, and all of a sudden you have an elevator pitch that's probably better than most <laughs> most people, right? How else? How else would you stand out or what else would you recommend for that for that listener that's thinking, I don't know, or maybe I, I've gone to a few conferences, but I, I really don't feel like I have anything that helps me to stand out or my business is just like this guy's over here. Everybody has something that they're good at, that they're better at somebody else, that they they can be more personal, more relatable. The quality could be better. Uh, the pricing, of course, matters for a lot of people, but I wouldn't talk about that too much. I would stay away from that. I would really say, hey, we're close by. We always do what we say. We say what we do. And that should go for any type of business person. And if that's not in your core, right, then that's maybe something to think about. But everybody has something that they're really, really great at that makes them stand out. And and if you don't know about it, then I think the first thing you need to discuss tomorrow in your team meeting is what are we good at? Let's ask our customers, what are we good at? Why did you choose us? Why me? Why why are we on the phone today? What tell me? Like how did you find us and what was important to you? So finding your own strength is really, really important. But we should also not make it a bigger deal than it is, right? It is just a networking event. You go to meet some people. I think your biggest win is in follow-up, making sure that the people that you've met, how many people tell me that they have a drawer full of a thousand business cards? How many do you have, Whitney? Tell me. Business cards like that are just printed, ready to go to a networking event? Oh, of other people's business cards? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, thousands, no doubt about it. Right, so did you follow up with everybody? Not with everybody. For all the business cards I've gathered over the last number of years, probably a fourth of them. So there's four times more opportunity out there for you to stay in touch with. And what I think we should do, and to be honest, to be fair, like I'll, I'll tell you about my wife. My wife is a natural in this kind of thing, these kinds of things. She knows everybody's name. She knows everybody's birthday. She knows everybody that we met at some party, whatever their wife or husband's name was and their pet's name. And I don't know all of that. I'm just not very good at that. So I need technology 
to be the assistant, the butler, the server for me to assist with this kind of stuff. And that's maybe the biggest reason why I started Mobilo is to, to make up for that weakness that I have, that I'm not good at following up with people, not good at, at making sure that I remember all of those things. And so what I do is I make sure that at the end of the day, immediately after that, the networking event, I go sit down behind my computer, make sure everything's stored in the CRM with notes and everything that the follow-up task is scheduled, whether it is send a newsletter, email, or try to schedule a demo or learn more about their product. But there has to be some sort of next step. So following up with everybody that you meet or putting them on an on a nurturing campaign is just regularly stay in touch every now and then that's i think step number one and for you whitney and i think you if you reach out to a quarter of all of your business cards that's already excellent that is way better than most people do so i would say great job on that but for lots and lots of people they will think now and say hmm maybe you know i could have done a little bit better there and and here's the technology to to help you do that awesome speak maybe even a little more in depth of, of using a technology like that or things about you know, the technology that you created, you know, how that helps somebody in the networking field. Well, what does that do for them exactly? Go in a little more in depth so, you know, the listener can think about that technology or maybe something they should be considering as you're scaling a business. I mean, it's, it's very difficult to keep up with thousands of people, right? And yes, I use tech as well. I have to, and I want to, because I want to do that well. I want to follow up. I want to stay in touch, right? How does this platform help with that? Yep. So there's lots and lots of options out there. Many people have heard about Salesforce, HubSpot. There's a couple in the real estate industry that are hot, like follow-up boss and a couple more that I don't even know. I think there's at least 300 CRMs out there that you can pick and choose from. And all of them are, are probably good because they make sure that you stay in touch with people and move them through sort of a stage to stage to stage. And one could be follow up one could be schedule a viewing of a house or look for a certain type of product for these people and making sure that they get a proposal a negotiation and then close the deal and then there's a percentage of that 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 works out and doesn't work but in many of these events a crm is an unknown to a lot of small and medium-sized businesses they they don't have one they have an excel sheet where they keep track of their their potential customers or worse they have nothing and 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 maybe they do keep business cards on their desk and say, hey, these five people I need to follow up with. And maybe you lost the business card of the, of the best person you spoke to that, that whole day and you spent hours on LinkedIn searching for their name and their company and then, and then you try and reach out and then you need their email address to, to connect with them. There's so many things that can go wrong with meeting people. I've seen people organizing events just to generate leads, walking around with the notes app on their phone, asking people to type in their name and phone number. I don't understand that you're spending tens of thousands of dollars organizing something and then you you risk losing all of those contacts because you're not using the right systems. So the first thing that we wanted to do with Mobilo is make contact exchange super seamless. So Whitney, when I would ask you for your name and your phone number, I would probably make five grammar spelling mistakes in putting in your name. And then hopefully I put in all the right digits and then I have to save it. And then I really don't know Whitney was anymore because there might be multiple Whitney's in there. And I might, you know, confuse you with Whitney Houston. I, I don't know. There might be lots of things that can go wrong. If I share my contact details through Mobilo, it is a card with a chip inside. I tap it on your phone and my full profile is there. Photo, name, 
title, company, some notes about myself, links to my LinkedIn profile, even my socials, if that's important, maybe a sign-up form, maybe a YouTube video. There's a whole full profile that helps and that's stored in, into your phone. So the moment somebody will look for real estate or for whatever keyword there is associated with your profile, your name will pop up in their phone. You've won the first step already there. Wow. So I have it on a card, I tap it on their phone and, and it imports all that information. And then you know it's accurate, right? You didn't make those five mistakes because I'd be the same way. I'd be like, well, how did you spell your name again? Or wait a minute, what was that? No doubt. So they have that information. And then anything after that, what, what do you do then after that? You, know, you have this person's information, you were talking about following up. What do you do after that? Our cards has, has multiple modes. So for if you're meeting with somebody that is a preset meeting and you just want to share your contact details, this is the way to go. You tap your card on their phone, they can save it to their phone and they have everything they need to follow up with you. But if you really want to stay in charge of the conversation, you switch our card to lead gen mode. And what it does then is instead of sharing just your information, it's asking for the other person's information with the promise that if they do so, they give their email address and the phone number, that you're going to send them a text message with your contact details. So I would meet you with me. I would tap my card on your phone. You say, sure, Peter, I'd love to, to get your contact info. So I'll fill out my email address, phone number. You can get an automated text message with all my contact details. On the back end, I get yours as well, right? Because you're the one inputting that. We enrich that data. So we'll find online from 150 sources, your title, your LinkedIn profile. We'll scour the internet, enrich that profile, and then save that into Mobilo as an open lead. So that lead has a, a status, which is open. And you can either select when you go home, you say, hey, I met 10 people. This one I need to follow up with. This one I can hide. This one I'm waiting for information on. But there's a list, an action list for you ready to go that you can follow up with and there's nothing you have to do awesome yeah we all need something like that right if you're in this space or if you're networking no doubt about it is mobilo like the crm as well or or just you know does somebody need a crm in addition to that so you can use it just like I mentioned. So these statuses are there. You can use it as a lead generator and you have your, your lead list right there. If that's okay with you and that's enough for you, then that's a great start. So if you're new to CRMs or you're just looking for a way to organize the contacts that you make and to make sure you keep up and stay in touch with people, this is a great start. Now, if you're ready to roll this out to your team and you want to have full visibility with multiple team members, then you can use the data and statistics from Mobilo to look at the top of the funnel, but then eventually you can synchronize it and send it to over 3,000 apps. So you can automate steps after that. So when we exchange contact details, it'll be in the Mobilo app, but maybe you also connected it to your Salesforce and therefore that contact is immediately sent to Salesforce and that can go into a campaign. It can go into any other reporting that you'd like to see, but that's all integrations that are included in the system. Nice. Speak to networking versus advertising. What do you mean with that? Yeah, you know, just your, your thoughts around networking versus advertising. I know, you know, like lead gen through ads versus actually meeting people in person, the networking component, maybe how you've seen one work better you know, than the other or relationships built one way or the other that lead to deals or, or whatever. Yeah, okay. Well, I believe that there's no right or wrong, but there's a matter of strategic fit, right? It has to think about your product, your service, your type of people. So start with what, what are my, my types of customers? Where do they live? Where do they read? 
where do they play? It's really about where they are and meeting your customers where they are is the only thing you can do. If I would put on a Mobilo Polo and go stand on Times Square, I would meet 120,000 people every single day. But will they be interested in Mobilo? I don't think so, right? They're there to have a good time, to see a show, to go to McDonald's. I don't know what people do in Times Square. I try to avoid it. But anyway, that's not the right fit. I might see a lot of people and that you could compare that to advertising. However, with all kinds of advertising channels we have these days, you can get really granular about who you want to have look at your ads. So as long as you know who you want to be in touch with, advertising can be incredibly powerful. Finding the right networking events, however, is, is going one step further because you have time with a specific person. So look at your XL deals. If you're, if you're selling five, six figure deals, networking is probably more important for you. And you want to speak to a couple people and you really have a hit list say, okay, these are the targets that I'm going after. These are the companies that I want to see on my next big slide with all the logos that you have in mind of that. Those are the customers that I want to land. And then you go find them for a previous company. I went to CES to visit one company and I just hung around at their booth until I spoke to the right people and that landed a conversation and that started a partnership. That is good enough for me to make it happen. But, you know, the risk is obviously super big because if that just didn't happen, then I spent two days in a flight and a hotel uh, on nothing. But, you know, sometimes you got to roll the dice. No doubt. You do have to test and evaluate and it maybe change course of action sometimes as well, right? Speak to, you know, anything else around, before we move to a few final questions, I, I want to just allow you to speak to the networking component again, because I feel like that's, I mean, you're just uh, an expert in that. And it's so important in almost any business, right? But especially in ours, any other ways that you have found that, you know, you follow up with people in certain amounts of times or, you know, calling them or texting or any ways that you have found that, man, when I, when I do these things or we created sequences based on these things or, you know, to follow up with people so we build that relationship, you know, with, and to continue the networking? That's a good question. And I, there's a lot of things you can test and try. What I think the most important word here that you're looking for is relevance. So you can reach out as many times as you want to a person without being annoying as long as your message is relevant, right? Because... You have to assume that other people are busy. Whitney, you, you, what's this uh, podcast number 1331? I don't know. There's, there's a, a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a huge number. So I guess you're a busy guy, which, which what I'm saying is that when I send a text message or an email, it doesn't really matter. These days it's roughly the same, but I have to assume that you may have missed it. I have to assume that you read it but you were in a meeting and you were thinking about getting back to me, but you didn't. So sometimes I see these cold email sequences coming by and, and people saying, oh, don't mind me being persistent or whatever. I'd much rather say, hey, checking in on this or, right, it could be a one sentence follow-up or, hey, maybe you've missed this or let me know if this is no longer relevant. You know, keep it personal like you would do in real life and don't, don't try to be too witty just, you know, be yourself and keep it professional, keep it relevant. Sometimes you share a little bit of content, say, hey, I was reading this, thinking about you. It might be useful to you, but then it has to really be useful, right? It just shouldn't be some sort of action point that you tick a box. Is that helpful, Whitney, for you? Yes, that is helpful. I just think it's very wise. Like, don't overcomplicate it, 
right? Don't overcomplicate your your email or your correspondence with that with that person or, or be too witty. Like you said, I think it's very wise. Tell me, Peter, some of the most important metrics that you track. Speed, really, if you don't get to respond within an hour, people, you've already lost, I think, an 80% chance of, of getting a response back. So when things are top of mind, you'll have to jump in. And I know it's stressful and I know it's painful if you have a lot of balls in the air that to keep up with everybody. But that's, again, where technology comes in and helps you kind of take the stress out of it. Because at the end of the day, if you checked all your boxes and you said, I've done all my tasks, you're really done. So you can go home and spend time with your, your friends and family. But if people respond, you don't think, oh, wait, maybe I'll respond tomorrow because that'll look like I'm less hungry. No, go for it. Just like five minutes, boom, on the way and you go. I saw this morning we have a daily call with the whole team because we have some different locations and we try to get everybody involved. And one of my colleagues told us that they were walking on the street. One of my SDRs was on the phone. And he heard somebody with a friend, non-business related, and he heard somebody else talk about business cards. He said, I'm going to call you back, hung up the phone, walked over there, said, hey, I heard you talk about business cards. Here's a Mobilo card. Look at this. Boom, tap. And then he, he just waited to see what happened. And they had a quick conversation about it. But being relevant at the time when people are talking about it, about your product, that's the best thing you can do. What are some daily habits that you are disciplined about that have helped you achieve success? So the first... 30 years of my life, I'd like to sleep in. I think I was always 30 seconds before the meeting started. I came into the office. I really made a change because I had prioritized doing multiple things better. So I became a dad recently. So while building this company, I now have a two-year-old daughter and my, my company is two and a half years old. So it was a very much of an overlap. Mind you, our company is growing really, really fast. Last December, we did more revenue than the whole year before that. So it is possible to balance a personal life, to balance a great output and great work, but you have to become an incredibly diligent person. So I get up at six, go to the gym, I then have breakfast with, with my wife and daughter. We spend time together. I may have answered some emails already in between, and I don't care if people see that I'm up at 6, 6 o'clock or 6.30, but then it must have been urgent. So, And then I go to work, and then I make sure to be on back on time for to put my daughter to bed and uh, to, to cook dinner for my wife. And then, sure, after dinner, I may do some work, or I may choose to watch a video or, or have a good chat with a glass of wine, but that's how you get shit done. But by really being diligent and saying, okay, this is this is going to be my life from Monday to Friday. In the weekend, I'll I'll let I'll let a little bit more random things come into play. But but you have to you have to get stuff done. Yeah, it sounds like you are very purposeful with your time. And at some point around thirty, you you took action on that as well, right? And it's paying off to say the least. Yeah, it's, there's common things that successful people do, and there's common things that other people do as well that don't make them as successful, right? And so success leaves clues. They're grateful for you sharing that. How do you like to give back? I am making an effort to give back in as many ways as I can because I've had so many great mentors and people along the way that have supported me. I have to say one of the beautiful things about the States and particularly America within the rest of the world is that everybody's so incredibly open with sharing what was driving their decisions, how they were thinking about things, mistakes they made, things that, that were foundation for great, great work and effort. And that's just not the case in Europe. 
people are much more like, this is my little secret and I'm not going to tell you about it. I hear that in podcasts. I hear that in interviews and it's, it's such a shame. And I really, really believe that that's a, a wasted opportunity. If you look at, there's this, this famous photo and I'll, I'll do the research on it too and may get back to you on it, but there's like 40 Nobel prize winners in one, one picture of, of about 70 or 80 years ago. And it shows that if you're working together on things, but also separately on other things, but if you share your information, that greatness comes from that. And I'm still reading the book. I haven't finished it yet, but it's called The Founders. And it talks about the PayPal mafia, about how many good things came from all the people that worked there, including, of course, Elon Musk, very, very on topic at the moment. But this guy just didn't start with Tesla. He had an incredibly rich history way before that. So I believe that giving back is, is really important and whoever wants to reach out to talk about something, I'm happy to open up my calendar, have a quick chat or a long chat, whatever I can do. I'm not afraid to, uh, to answer any questions. Just reach out and I'll see what I can do for you. Peter, it's been a pleasure to meet you and have you on the show and you just walk through the powerfulness of networking, right? And just the tool that can be, but even how tech that you've created that can help us do that well seamlessly, more accurately, and continue the conversation to close more leads or to find more investors, whatever that business model is, it's so important, right? And you can be that that connection, that your your tech can be that connection and helping do that. Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. Sure. You can just send an email. It's Peter, but it's spelled a little differently. So it's P-I-E-T-E-R at mobilacard.com. Uh, go to our website, mobilacard.com and look around, uh, use the chat or leave a demo request on the on the contact form. But happy to to help. If you didn't find my email address by uh, by typing it the right way, just Google Mobilocard and, and, and founder or CEO. I think my email address is everywhere. It must be because I get all a lot, a lot, a lot of these cold email outreaches and it's fine. I, I'm able to pick through all of them. So I do respond quickly. But don't hesitate to also send a reminder if I didn't. So, um, yeah, now get in touch and I'm, I see what I can do for you. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day. 